are we? This is the High Performance PT Academy and I am your host Tony Pang and today guys we have another fantastic um, guest on board who has been through the academy and has recently just stepped off stage and for the first time um, been able to snap a top three place in the PCA and Classic Physique. So we have Callum Woods on today. Callum, how are we? How are we Tony? Thanks for having me. So pretty much we want to give um, all the audience and all the viewers out there a wee bit insight as to who you are. Um, so give us a wee bit about who you are, Callum. So obviously my name is Callum Woods. I'm 28 years old. I'm from Motherwell. Uh, obviously I'm a personal trainer. A uh, bit of background behind uh, before I was a personal trainer, I was uh, in the army for 10 years. Yeah. Um, and then left the army uh, straight into being a personal trainer. Worked at a pure gym, COVID uh, came about, decided I didn't want to work in pure gym anymore, moved to another gym and again decided I wanted to work somewhere else, somewhere that suited the type of life I wanted to lead, obviously being a bodybuilder. Mm -hmm. uh, so I wanted to work out at a gym that I could uh, work with my clients, I wanted to work out at a gym where I could train uh, and get everything I could out of that. So that's where I'm at now, I'm at a gym called Aesthetic 13 in Murlow uh, yeah. and that's where I'm working with my clients. So for yourself, have you always been into training? Has training been a passion since young young boyhood, or? So if I'm honest, no, not really. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, was, I was always I always liked playing football and all that. Um, as I moved like, through school and even when I joined the army, like, I was sixteen when I joined the army. When I was like, seventeen, eighteen, I was pretty overweight. Right. Um, and that's all I don't know. Like when you finish a day in the army, like the boys will ask you, "Why got a pizza?" You know, like, you're not going to say no to a pizza. So I think up until I was at 20, 21, like I, was, I was pretty over, pretty overweight as it was. Okay. Um, and then uh, I broke my ankle pretty badly and I was in crutches for about a year. Okay. Um, and then obviously through that, I just put on more weight and more weight and more weight and I was so overweight, it was ridiculous. Right. And as my ankle started getting better, I started rehabbing my ankle, I thought, right, I need to do something about this weight. Mm -hmm. So I jumped onto the old chicken, broccoli and rice three, four times a day, yep. doing cardio until my feet bled. Yep. Uh, don't get me wrong, I dropped four stone in about four months, but yep. obviously it just, it just wasn't healthy. But that's when I decided, that's when I want to get my life in order now. Yep. So I think that was about four or five years into being in the army. Um, and I then decided I was going to become a PTI within the army, so a physical training instructor. Yep. So I went and done my course with them. And that's probably where my passion for training really started. Okay. Uh, so I must have been about 20, 23, 23, around about then. That's when I started really getting into training. Okay. So what made you want to become a, a, a PTI in the army? Like what changed? Was it the fact that you were overweight and you thought, I'm going to do something about this? Or was it something that you always wanted to do? So I, I don't think originally it was something I've always wanted to do. But being on PT sessions at a time when I was overweight, sometimes I'd be, I'd be, I'd be really hanging. Uh, I'd be really embarrassing myself in some aspects of it, right. and I just I just hated that. Like I hated being maybe at the back of the pack on a run or mm -hmm. like blowing out my ass on some sort of circuit or that. Like I just I just hated that. So as I lost weight, uh, what came with that was a lot of running anyway. Mm -hmm. So I just got fitter and fitter and fitter, and the fitter mm -hmm. I got, um, I thought, well, why if I can get fitter, why can I not help other people get fitter? Mm -hmm. So that's when it was actually one of my bosses that he says, well, why don't you go and do the course and help people yeah why not and like when i speak to most pts we do this because there's some part of our journey that we go through some sort of challenge or some sort of struggle and we come out the other end and we see that you know what what we've been able to do we'd love to help others be able to do that too because you've got your own experience there and so for yourself 
When did you decide to leave the army then? So I decided to leave the army in 2019. So okay. we recently got back from my last tour in Iraq. Okay. And I just decided that like, I've, I've kind of done enough in the army now. Like, coming up, it was coming up on nine, ten years at the time. And I thought, what, what's going to happen? Am I just going to do the same thing I'm doing every single day and then <laughs> wait to go on another tour? Yeah. Um, or why don't I try and uh, follow what my passion is? And obviously that passion at the time was PT, okay. not so much PT, but like the physical aspect of, of life essentially. So I was like, well, why, why can I not do that within the army and then move yeah. onto Civvy, Civvy Street? Yeah. So then when you came out of the army, did you move straight into Pure Gym? Uh, essentially, I so within the army, I done my PT course. Yep. So I got time off, went done my PT course and um, got offered a place in Pure Gym. Okay. So I moved straight into there. And how was that? It's monotonous uh, because you go straight on to, like, it's free. Obviously, you get the gym for nothing, but they obviously want 12 hours a week of your time. Right, okay. And so that, you had to do fitness hours? Uh, it's, it's mopping the floor, <laughs> putting the weights away and all that. And when you start, like, when you start out as a PT, I, it's not the worst thing in the world. But as you get busier yeah. and you start doing more of your own hours... Yeah. To then have to roll into a four hour uh, gym shift that takes you up to 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. To then be back in the gym at six o'clock next morning. Like, it does take that bit of strain on you. Yeah. It starts to kind of wear you down. You Aye. know what I mean? And we always say, like, the amount of, like, it's good, like you said, when you're not busy to have gym hours that you're like, right, okay, well, I've not got rent, so I've got security. But as soon as that shift uh, starts to kind of go from one extreme to the other, where you go from not being busy to being busy, those what did you have to do 10 hours 12 hours 12 hours a week aye. those 12 hours a week like if you were charging for each of those hours for pt like you would have been better buying a fucking gym oh absolutely <laughs> I, I, I the amount of times i worked it out in my head i was like see if i covered all these 12 hours with pt like i, I, was, I don't know about a grand and a half up it's like, it's 50 hours aye 50 hours a month it's it's madness it's, it's when you, obviously when you look at it like that you'll have that's it's pure stupidity, don't it? 50 hours a month you're doing for free. Aye. And it, and it seems like, it seems so great at the time. And that's why whenever I speak to any PT who is doing fitness hours, it's really making you guys realise like how much time you're giving away for free. And time is the most valuable thing that you have. And when you are working that out, let's say you were charging, I don't know, £35 an hour, it's almost what, 1500 to £1,800 a month. Aye. For for rent, I'm like Jesus. You'd be, be you could get a premises, you could get a unit, Aye, you could get something, you could get something that's your own. And like you said, you d you probably didn't really have too much say on if you had to do a shift till ten o'clock at night, you had to do a shift. Aye, if you it. had to do get up at six. I guess you, you for for anybody that doesn't know, like anybody that's been in the army, like getting up early and having a structure and routine that is your life. I know that. So you getting up early is not a big deal, but getting up that early and finishing at ten o'clock at night, that's a long day doesn't sound like the dream you know what no, i mean absolutely and so you were in that situation you're in pure gym you got yourself fairly busy or i, so I, I worked up to i think it was 35 hours a week but okay. that's that's all i wanted to do anyway because okay. I, I knew there was other pts doing 50 odd hours a week and yeah. they were they spent a life they spent a life in the gym yeah and they had no relationship with their partner they had no social life and yeah. i was like it's not a life i want to live yeah like, it's all well and good saying you're making 50 hours a week worth of money yeah but you know that life what's no, the I mean, point you're miserable so at that point is that the point in which you then reached out to me about coming on board the academy 
Yeah, so obviously I seen you'd start, start uh, set up the academy and I seen the PTs you had within it. Yeah. That would uh, were either transitioning online. Yeah. Um or um they were just absolutely killing went their one to one game. Yeah. And I was like, ah, you know what, I want a slice of that as well. Yeah. And obviously knowing you if they previously working together, yeah. Uh, I thought it, it made sense. Mm-hmm. Um on the financial aspect to join up with you, like, yep. because the amount of money you were making your PTs. Yeah. And also the fact that like I said, uh, off camera that like, we we as seen us as having some unfinished business. Yeah, 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 yeah. In terms of starting the journey, try to get you in shape. You'd always said to me a dream was to step on stage, um, which we'll go into a bit more detail on. But just looking at that initial point of you coming on board and being like, Do you know what? I want a bit more financial security. I want a bit more freedom. I want a bit more time. I don't want to do 50 hours a week, which fucking... 50 hours a week used to be, if you're doing 50 hours, that's success when really it's just more of a, a job and you're more of a slave to the, the gym than anything else. But one of the things you did say to me earlier on was when we talked about going online and mm. whether do you want to be full-time, one-to-one, do you want to do a bit of online? You said, look, probably a dream and a passion down the line would be to be able to travel. Aye. And online was going to be able to vehicle or give you the vehicle to be able to travel all over and still have a business. Absolutely, aye. Yeah, and so there's a lot of things that come with that. And so now looking at where did you... So obviously, we're at the stage now where you've now you now came on board. We, we kind of set yourself the task and the goal. So before you kind of came on board, you were doing about, what, 30 to 35 hours, did you I say? I was doing about there, I was about 35 at the top end. 35, and you still had your 12 hours... Aye. fitness hours on top of that yeah and at that point roughly what were you charging so i think the most i ever got to in pure gym was 35 35 okay and so from that perspective we had the hours you were doing probably 50 hours at that point um you had your full full diary what i'd classify for full for most pts is between 30 hours realistically 35 hours is, is all right but it gets a bit much if you are wanting to take your business online we definitely yeah. want to free up some time and so for you then we've shifted now from what you were doing is how many hours are you doing now so right now i'm doing 30 hours yeah which is what i think is a sweet spot would you agree yeah, yeah. and in terms of your hourly rate how has that changed so my hourly rate has increased to 40 an yep. hour yep. Um, and no less than that. So it's, it's just a flat rate of 40 an hour. Yeah, so we've now got more time because we've got rid of 12 hours. Yeah, we've got rid of, well, 12 hours plus five hours that you were actually working. So you've got rid of, what, 17 extra hours a week. Yep. Yeah, and at the same time, you're also charging more. So you're probably making more money now with less time. Yeah which is what is the dream for most people. Aye, absolutely. Yeah. And so now that we got to that point that we said, right, okay, Calm, you're financially secure. Yeah, you've got the time. We then set yourself another challenge and another goal. Yeah. Yeah. And that was you wanted to step on stage. Yeah. Yeah, which you wanted to go through. So what, have you always wanted to step on stage? So I've always liked bodybuilding. I've always loved watching it. Obviously, I think I don't think there's many bodybuilders out there that says that would tell you that Arnold Schwarzenegger is an inspiration. Obviously, I grew up watching them, loved them. Um, so watching stuff like that, watching people like Dorian Yates, um, yeah. and even like the likes of like Phil Heath, like I've always loved watching the Olympias. Yeah. Uh, but I, did, I never seen myself as ever wanting to actually step on stage. Okay. Um, and then the first time we started working together was around about a time when you were competing. 
Yeah. So obviously seeing you competing, I was like, well, I'm going to work with him anyway. And he he competes. Like, why could I not do that as well? Yeah. Um. So that was kind of what pushed me in the direction of wanting to compete eventually. Okay. And so we decided that was. Because I'd said to you, do you want to do men's physique? Do you want to do bodybuilding? Do you want to do classic? And for you, you wanted to go down the route of classic. Yeah. Yeah. Was there any particular reason or just that was the look that you loved? It was definitely just the, the look that I loved. Obviously, going back to the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Um, like that, that was obviously the, the golden era. Um, yeah. And I, I just like the flow of the, the, the classic physique is, in my opinion, like it's just the best uh, condition, the best shape. Yeah. Um, I never, I never see myself as wanting to get massively huge. Yeah. And I thought I would, I'd probably need to go down that route if I wanted to be doing the bodybuilding route. Yeah. Um, and then also with men's physique, um, nothing against the men's physique guys, they look amazing. <laughs> but if I was to get myself on stage, I would want to show off from Everything. top to toe. Yeah, legs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I thought classic physique, it's, it's the physique I like. So why not start off classic and then just progress yeah. through my years uh, and see where it goes. So this is a new experience for you, yeah? So let's go through how much, I mean, give us a wee rundown of your, your day. So what time are you getting up? So I'm up at five o'clock every morning. Okay. And that's because that's just the way you've always worked. You've yeah. always got up in the army. That's been the time you got up. I asked you, is it is it something that you're just going to do going forward? You're like, yep, I start my day early. I make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. So we get up and from a PT perspective, how do you how do you plan out your day? So my my diary uh, is usually based around like six till twelve in the mo- uh, in the morning. Yeah. Sometimes that would push to to write by one or two hours. I would never work past two. Yeah. Um. Obviously, when we were on uh, prep. Yeah. When we'd say right, we need uh, we want fasted cardio in. Yeah. That either meant that I was getting up at half four sometimes to get cardio done before clients, or if sometimes I never had a client until I don't know seven. Yeah. Then I'd still be up at five getting either out to walk or straight into the gym to do my stay master. Yeah. So that, there was no, there's nothing changed there. It was always up first thing to do my cardio. Yeah. So looking at that life then that most people thinking, fuck, getting up at five, getting up at four, but your working day was literally finished by about 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. At latest one or two. Latest one or two. Done. Yeah. You had the rest of the day to yourself, to train, yep. to do online, to spend the time with your missus, to chill out, to have a life. Exactly, exactly that. Aye. Sounds pretty good to me. You know what I mean? And we talk about in the academy about the academies to give you the ability to build the life that you want. Is that working five days? Is that working four days? Is that finishing by 12 in the afternoon? Like, it's designed to give you the tools and the resources to live the life that you want. And for me, knowing that every person that I've prepped is when you're prepping for a show, as you'll know, there's a lot of time that goes into it. Oh yeah. There's a lot Absolutely. of time you're putting into your training, into the cardio, into the diet, into the posing, into everything that you do. That could you have imagined prepping for a show, doing what you were doing in pure gym? Absolutely not. No, and that's that's one thing I said at the very start of this was like I was going to take this like so seriously. So like, that's why like nothing ever faltered way getting up at first thing to get my cardio done, and then giving myself that time in the afternoon, it meant I could give my training my full focus. It meant there was always windows to get whatever meal at the time in. Yeah. Um, so there was, there was no, like, like in pure gym, it was like, like you literally had five minutes between clients or like near time during your, your shift to get uh, fed. Yeah. Uh, because the manager is obviously saying, right, 
you're in the gym's time, like it's only a four hour shift, so you can eat to the left or to the right of that. <laughs> so like, try to eat was a nightmare there. Yeah. And so that and that that's probably the difference. And we spoke to a number of PTs that they do have other aspirations, other things they want to achieve out with just running a business, like yourself stepping on stage, doing a photo shoot, like something that is that's gonna give them that self satisfaction um to kind of look their best. And I just couldn't imagine trying to do that doing a 50 hour week no and not having that option then your your training your diet everything that you're you're doing is there's not really as much effort that goes into i feel as though i say this to everybody that ever trains you'll never give as much effort into your training in your life as to the the day you decide to step on stage is everything that you do goes into that 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 prep which yeah. i can pretty much say that in that prep you probably didn't put a foot wrong i would say in that full time Aye, well, I, I, I said to you at the very start, like, I was going to do everything you asked me I would do, and like, even when the time when something did get tough, uh, like, so there was a point obviously we had a chat and I said, like, it's not really that tough, you know, but, but why is that? And you're like, don't say that, because obviously I think within the next week or something, it got mega miserable. <laughs> I, remember, <laughs> I remember that conversation that I said, look, at the moment, if things are going well and things are working, continue doing it, but at the point, at some point of prep, things are going to be horrible. Yeah. And going to work is going to be a bit of a challenge, like getting up and doing your cardio and doing your training. You're going to get tired. You're going to get hungry. It's it's not going to be that nice. And so trying to run a business in that environment, you need to really have things organized in terms of systems, processes, things in place to ensure that your clients are still looked after, which I would say that that full time that you prepped, every single one of your clients was still looked after. Yeah. Yeah, business didn't falter. Absolutely. You didn't lose you didn't lose business. No. If anything, you said to me that one thing or one avenue that you want to do going forward is work with competitive athletes. Yeah. And so this was only a stepping stone to be able to work with the type of clients that you ultimately want to work with going forward now. And this is something that we say to all the PTs is find your purpose, find your reason, find your why, find the type of people that you love working with and then go all in. Yeah. Know what I mean? And that's what we've been able to kind of look at with you, Callum, is that look, with the day that you've designed for yourself now, in terms of starting early, but finishing early, like starting at six, but finishing at 12, fuck, your day's, your day's done by the time, you've still got half the day to yourself and your working day's done. Yeah. You've got time to train. So if you want to step on stage, if you want to fucking prep, if you want to do anything online, you've got time. Yep. Yeah, you've got financial security. You're not having clients dropping left, right and centre because you're on prep, which I know of so many coaches and PTs that when prep happens, that the prep becomes the priority and the clients kind of become the afterthought and yeah. they can't manage all their clients as well as do a, a, do a show. And so something's got to suffer. It's business or it's themselves. And so if they're prioritising their physique, their business starts to suffer. And we know that that didn't happen with you. Yeah, and if anything, I feel as though for me, you were one of the calmest uh, competitors that was literally just like mellow, like the full way through between just chilled out, taking it on its stride, doing what you need to do. And even by the time we got to the end, and I backed off the cardio with you because I knew that I said we'd push hard just to finish this off. You were in condition, you were in shape. I said, look, let's back off the gas. And I felt like every day you just came in full of life. 
Aye, that's that's one thing I like. like I, I kind of pride myself on. Like people kept asking me, like, why are you so calm? Like, why are you no moaning? Like, that? well, at the end of the day, this is my decision. Like, nobody's forcing me to get on stage. Nobody's forcing me to diet. So, like, why would I moan about it? Like, why would I let that affect my life? Like, it's not my client's fault. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not my missus' fault. It's it's not it's nobody's fault. It's and what does it achieve? What does moaning about something achieve? Yeah, it's, it doesn't achieve anything. So it's literally just suck it up, do what you need to do, go on with it. Yeah, and so what was that? So we, we stepped on stage, it was the Scottish, and first time on stage, and what was the outcome? So we took third. Third. Third in the class, yeah. And I remember going backstage to see how you were feeling, and what, what was that feeling? Oh, like, like I said, like I've got a, a a bad teeth to gum ratio when I smile, and I just couldn't stop cheesing on stage, and the only thing I could think was, like, oh, for these photos are going to look terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but I just actually like, I couldn't stop smiling. Like when they did, when they, they called out my name, I was like, oh, no danger. Like it's maybe not the best thing in the world to some people, but we we I prepped and I worked hard for that show. That was the one show I wanted with my family there, my friends there, my partner there, and to actually take a place in a way for all that hard work. It was one of the best feeling in the world. So it made all that all that work that you'd done, all that effort up to now, every single bit worth it worth it yeah and and i remember when you were like i can't stop smiling like i'm so proud of what i've achieved like it's the best you've ever fucking looked yeah you set that sell the goal and like you said it was unfinished business we did try this prior and were you just traveling it was kenya i think you were uh, so i was in kenya kenya coming back just didn't quite happen no didn't quite happen and i know you wanted it to happen but it just never quite clicked and so been able to have a second go at this uh, and been able to actually do it right. And not only that, I feel as though at that time, like the army, that life that you had, there's other PTs that, that the job and the lifestyle that they've got probably doesn't give them that luxury to be able to dedicate as much time and effort to stepping on stage as what you're able to do now. And yeah. I think that that's one of the key factors is that if you can build a life with your PT business, with your online coaching, that can allow you more time to do more things that you want to do, whether it's spend more time with your missus, whether it's stepping on stage, that's so much more valuable to a lot more people than generating more money. Like ultimately you could double your income, but like you said, if you're doubling your income, let's say pure gym, 50 hours, fitness shifts, making good money, no being able to train, never never getting the opportunity to step on stage, it wouldn't have been worth it. No. The money wouldn't have been worth it. Absolutely. But then at the same time, it was like, well, could I step on stage and then I sacrifice my money and income and we've all got bills, we've all got things that need to be sorted. We've all, we've all what it like for you, booking a holiday, taking some time off. Like we still need that financial security to give you that time to do it. And obviously now you've got an online business, your missus, she does online as well, coaching. So you're in an amazing position that the life that you had now, did you ever imagine that COVID, pre-COVID, did we kind of start this pre-COVID, during COVID? Just, just pre-COVID, I think, we're not. Could you ever imagine me having a chat with you pre-COVID, how much your life would have changed from one of the worst things that had happened and to most PTs or, 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 or the economy and a, a, an epidemic and a fucking... COVID hitting, could you imagine in the position that you're in now? No, I definitely don't know. Because obviously, I was I was a new PT when COVID hurt. So obviously that hurt me pretty hard. <laughs> um, so having to what, rebuild my business, well, actually having to rebuild my business twice, Yeah. Um, well, I, I, could, I would never imagine that it would have went so well eventually. Yeah. Um, but 
So what gave you the call? Obviously, coming on board in the academy, what was it that you needed? What was it that you struggled with in that whole building the business aspect? I think at the time it was more client retention at the time. Okay, so um, client fulfillment, nutrition, training, results. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like, I could get the results, but there just wasn't enough of them at the time. Okay. Uh, to justify like people like, either staying on through through the lockdowns or okay. to bring people in. Okay. Um, so that's why I had to I had to work harder to it, especially when the gyms re- reopened. Okay. Um, but then that's when, that's when I picked up my business. My business started booming when I get back to the gym after that. Yep. So we're looking at obviously we didn't really know much about marketing at that point. Right. I remember sitting down and you're like, like I love PTing, but the other stuff like the marketing, the the, the sales. The, 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 the prices, the packages, like the service, like all that stuff. We never really get taught any of that stuff. It's like I get taught how to train people and get results and that's pretty much it. And I remember sitting, having that conversation with you and it was like, I'm just going to take everything you say, pick it apart with, a, with a, a, a toothpick, get it fucking perfect and just nail it between your posts, between what you're going to do. And I remember us talking about strategies when you go back to the gym at that point and to how to generate more clients. And you were saying about having to wear a face mask and trying to talk to people in the gym. And that was just a completely new experience. Aye. Know what I mean? People just don't want to talk to you when you've got a mask on. Or you're telling them to or you're put telling a mask you to on. Put a mask on, <laughs> aye. Like, they walk up, or you walk up to them and they turn around and walk up the other direction. Yeah. So it, it was good and be able to give you that confidence and all that knowledge that we could say, look, Callum, honestly, we need to get rid of these fitness hours. We need to get a place that's going to allow you rent um, because the, the benefit of you having that time back for yourself and the money you could make in place of that was going to trump that life that you had at Pure. Yeah. Know what I mean? And like you said, you moved gym twice. Moved gym twice, aye. So I think that the first move gave me, it kind of gave me the freedom to decide my own hours yep. um, more than pure gym did. Uh, so that's where I built the idea of going, I'm happy to work all my shifts in the morning. Yeah. Um, and that, that worked an absolute treat for me. Yeah. So then when I get the opportunity to then work in a gym, that like I said at the start, uh, suited my bodybuilding needs, had better kit for my clients. So programming then leveled up straight away. Yeah. Uh, it, it just made more sense. So I could then take what I learned through that first move into this new gym. Yeah. And then it just expanded my expanded my business, expanded like absolutely everything. Yeah. And so from that point, we've been changed gyms, better service, better clients, better results, perfect working week now or working uh, day. Start when you want, finish when you want. Financially secure, have you been secure the full time pretty much you've been here through prep, through COVID, through fucking your life now? So I'm more financially secure now than I think I've ever, I've ever been. Okay. Uh, obviously through, through COVID was a bit of a struggle uh, at the start, um, but being in where I am now, yeah. Um, obviously like the fi- financial aspects, no, no problem at all Yeah. compared to what it was back then. Yeah. And so what would you say if you were to either speak to somebody that was in your shoes or or like you were speaking to yourself um, before all of this had kicked off, like what bit of advice or what would you say to somebody in your shoes or your younger self um, if they were in a position that you were in prior to joining in the academy? So I think uh, one bit of advice is literally find somebody that knows more than you and learn from them like be it in the academy or, or be it somebody that's been a PT maybe a bit longer like 
like just for that something that simple, like try to go something like this alone, like is always going to be a struggle, especially if you're new in the industry. Um, so having somebody that has literally been in the industry for uh, 10, 15 years, whatever it is, um, you can literally lap up something new from them every every single sentence, never mind every single day. There's always yeah. got to be these knowledge bombs that you just go boom, there's a nugget, there's a nugget. Yeah. And as soon as you take one nugget and you apply that one nugget to your business, that could be a game changer. Yeah. So I think what you could do with 50 nuggets, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, that's the bit of advice I'd give is like, learn from somebody. Like, pick somebody that uh, you know is doing well yeah. and take nuggets for them. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously we've, we've seen now a byproduct of that from yourself now from you've got the security, you've got the freedom, you've got the life that you wanted. You can go travel because you're online allows you that freedom now. And so what does the future look like for you going forward? So going forward, like obviously I've not been able to go on holiday. So the first port of call has gone on holiday. Okay. Uh, so um, like me and my partner, we've got a holiday booked, we've got a few overnights booked, and that's essentially just playing catch up from COVID, COVID and from prep. Because yeah. um, well, I'm not going to say the relationship was a strain, but we never got to go on as many date nights as we'd like. We never yep. got to go and like, dinners out. Yep. And obviously, holidays just wasn't an option. So we're playing massive catch up on that. Yep. Um, and as for business, like, like I, still, I still love that, the one to one aspect of PT. Yep. So I kind of see me ever no one to one PT yep. especially when I want to go down the route of coaching competitive athletes yep. uh, so I always want to uh, coach them um, and I'm always going to have uh, my online business mm-hmm. uh, and so I just want to expand the online business yep. as much as I can while still having a good one to one business as well yep. so do you feel like the life that you've got now has given you the balance that ultimately you've always needed or always wanted absolutely aye absolutely yeah you've got the confidence yeah. You've got the knowledge, you've got the experience. Right. And we've been able to ultimately fast track you as a coach or a trainer from, like you said, being brand new to the industry, fast tracking probably, what, 12 months or so um, worth of knowledge, education, experience, guidance and support. We've been able to fast track what ultimately I've been doing for 14 years and package that nicely for you to achieve the life that ultimately you want in a fraction of the time and fast track your results yeah yeah and so callum where can people if they want to kind of uh, find out who you are and what you do and follow you where can people get in contact so i'm primarily on instagram yep uh, along with the rest of the world uh, at callumwoods.coaching and uh, that's where you'll find me find most of my content yeah and so Callum, it was great to be able to um, have you on and give another angle and another insight that every PT, every academy, um, every PT and every coach on the academy has their own individual story, has their own individual background, has building a different life for themselves. But what we really wanted to highlight and showcase is that with the right help, with the right support, the guidance and, and, and systems in place, there's that the life that ultimately you guys want is literally only a stone's throw away. Yeah. But you need to take action and you need to ask for help. And the moment that you decide that you want to be better is a moment that your life can spin a 180, as you've kind of proven. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Callum, thanks for taking the time to catch up. Uh, we look forward, guys. If you enjoyed the podcast, please, please make sure to like, subscribe, and share. To any other coaches or PTs that you feel like would take value, from Callum and the success that he's had in the academy and look forward to speaking 
to the next successful coach next month.